Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Pretty chill. Pretty chill. It's Monday, baby. Woo! It's chill, chill Monday, as we say. Chill, Axon. Chill, chill Monday. Mm, chill Monday. Wishing well, kiss and tell. Do you have Do you have things you do on days of the week? Uh, as a matter of course, I mean. You know, there's schedules for kid yeah. things and family things, but do you have days of the week that you use for things? I'll start. I'll start. Okay, you go, you go, you go. Uh, there's a phrase around my house, and the phrase around my house is Thursday is my Thursday. Thursday is my Thursday. day. Thursday is Merlin's Thursday. Thursday is my Thursday. Thursday is my day. When I do a lot of the organizational and quartermaster activities mm-hmm. that I'm increasingly responsible for around mm-hmm. the house, I do a lot of things around supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you got you got flow. You mm-hmm. got you're, uh, you're, you're you're Don Rickles in uh, in CPO CPO Sharky. That's right. Or uh, or uh, Sergeant Zale, I think mm-hmm. was his name. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the electric bill. Remember, remember Sergeant <laughs> Zale. Uh, and uh, so, but that's a lot. There's a lot of that day to day. And sometimes I'll capture some of that in my trusted system. But Thursday, for example, is a day when I do a lot of the, uh, you got your errands, you got your putting toilet paper back in the, in the bathroom. You want to make sure there's, uh, you know, uh, a soy drink. We're caught up on that. All yep. those kinds of things. For example, Thursday is my Thursday. That's the day that I do a lot of the Thursday things. I also do a lot of what I've come to call mosquito tasks, things that aren't worth taking time to do right this second. But when I'm doing things in a batch, like here's all the kitchen things I want to do. Take all the unnecessary sharp things out of this drawer. These are oh. the kinds of lists that I have. That's a good Thursday thing for me. Do you, have, do you have take the sharp things out of the drawer on a list? I do. I see. So it's not just, so it's, you didn't open a drawer and you were like, oh, look at all these sharp things in here. Let's get these out of here. You were like, there are a lot of sharp things in here. Let's put this on a list of things to do. Have you ever noticed? Okay, so we got a drawer in our kitchen island. And for some reason, that is a sink for everything that wants to cut me. I'm like a cop. <laughs> and an ep- I'm like an episode of Cops from 1992. I'm like, anything here going to stick me? So uh-huh. we got the little pigs. You got the butt and the head of the pig that you use for, for holding a corn cob. Yep. Those oh, you got those. Yep, that's good. You got, you got all kinds of things like meat thermometers, the electric knife knives. You've got all mm-hmm. these things. At one point, John Roderick, I took a cardboard box. I removed everything that kept sticking me in that drawer and put it into a box in the closet. That was probably a year ago. And at this point, I need to do it again because it's full of things. I don't want to stick my hand into a drawer and be stuck by things, especially if it's a non-essential item. Have you, uh, you know, what the thrift stores do is they take a little, just a piece of masking tape and they run the masking tape down the blade. That's smart. And then, you know, masking tape comes off unless you leave it on there for 100 years. It's right there in the name. Yeah, right. It's I mean, if, well, if it, it's not duct not tape, really, it's not for... Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't it's know this. I didn't know this until I had to paint something, that it's for masking an area that you're going to paint. We right. want to then remove the tape and right. have just the paint and the part that wasn't painted owing to the masking. Right. So it's in the name implied mm. in that it's not it's not called like removable tape it's called masking tape but 
But you yeah. understand what masking is. Yes, I've come, I understand. I've come, to under, I've come to understand. But if you roll one of the, if you just put a, a line of tape down that or put a wrap the pointy thing in masking tape, you know, the thrift stores, they, they, sell, uh, they sell huge bins full of knives and nobody ever gets stuck. They got a system. Because they got a system. Tell you another funny part of that is you got that sharps container. You got that cardboard box over in the closet. And sometimes, sometimes, John, you need something. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it's funny because it's not usually me. It's usually my wife. And she's like, where are those, where are those skewers? Yeah, we're, and we're having off. corn. <laughs> like, it's, in, it's in the giant forbidden box of very sharp things. Please have a very bright light on and your head about you when you stick it in very bright hair. Ow! Ow! Because it's, it's, like, it's like something, it's like a trap you'd make on like Gilligan's Island or something. It's basically what? it's a Burmese hand trap. What is the what is the sharpest thing in the sharps box? Um, I I'm not sure the the very sharpest thing in the sharp box. It could it's not really knives because we've got a drawer area for the active knives. Yeah. To me, there's there should not be such a thing as an inactive knife. If you have an inactive knife, that's something you throw away. You sing it, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I finally got I, a. I got one of those uh, little uh, dinguses. Uh, it's not. It's not. You're not sharpening. You're honing. Oh, honing. you get this little thing. It makes a little V slot. You go shook, shook, shook with your knife, and you're living in a whole new world. So yeah, I don't have an active knives. Now you're cutting the tip of your finger off knife. I also got a mandoline. One of those things for cutting vegetables. Woo! Oh so, yeah, did you get that on the, on the home shopping well, network? I, well, no, I was advised by a friend of mine that I was forbidden from buying one of those unless I also bought chainmail gloves. So I also own chainmail gloves. Yeah, you know, if you're a, if you're an oyster shucker, you got to have the special gloves, oh, and then you have to have a special drawer for them. Hundred. Now you need a special bespoke glove area. Now here's here's the thing with the mandoline. You know how sharp the mandoline is. Some people say mandolin. I'm fancy. Yeah. It super, comes super sharp. Well, here's the thing. It's super duper sharp. And it comes with this plastic dingus that you use to hold your onion or similar in place as you go shik, shik, shik over the mandolin uh, area. But now you got a place to, you know, you have to have a place to put the dingus. You want to know, you want to know how sharp the mandolin is? I cut off part of the plastic on the guide last week. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Ineffective could guide God, materials. Could God create a cutting guide so strong even his mandolin can't cut it? What? Hmm. I'm going to say the thing, honestly, I, there was a reason the pig came to mind first. Because my daughter, when we have corn on the cob, especially in the summertime, it's a good time for corn right now. She yes, likes her little is. pigs. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, it, it, it's it, like it, a bookend. One end's a I pig know. with stickies, pig head. Other end's a pig butt with stickies. You stick it in and you seem to have a corn pig. And it's very funny. Why the hell would you eat corn any other way? The only other acceptable one um, are, are ones that look like corn themselves. See, now that's what we have. We you have, have, so, you have corn similar stickies. corn stickers. Yeah, they, they're they're the eponymous. Yeah, uh, version of it. Does it look? Does is it like half a corn cob? So it looks like it's it's like a comically small end to a cob of corn. No, they look like cornichons. Corn, they cornichons. Look like, they look like little pickled corns. Oh, my daughter loves those baby corns. Yeah, baby corns. They look like those. Hmm. Small, I always ask for extra, corns. and they never give me extra. Extra baby corns? Yeah. How'd you say cornichon? I don't even know. I think cornichons are actually little pickles. Oh, those are good. Little teeny pickles. Those are good. Uh, for some but reason, you know, I'm I'm pretty fancy, so I'm sure they're. You are. You're very. Corn, you are very. Cornichons. You're always thinking about what can I do to elevate this dish. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a put a accent aigu on accent it. Aigu, accent circuit. Accent grave. Grave. And so frequently it's the pig stickers. The pigs get me. Or or various so I mean you got you got your bamboo skewers. You got your metal skewers. Yeah, your bamboo skewers. You've got uh, I have something called a jacquard, which is a largely unnecessary device that's like it's basically like forty five tiny knives. And it's like a tenderizer for me. You push down oh, and it goes, yeah. meet, meet, oh, meet, I know meet, those meet, meet, But that, that's got a built-in protector. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. I think that's, my, people... that's my Thursday. That's a lot of my Thursday. All toilet paper, soy drinks, sharp yeah. things. Sharps. A lot of it is, just to close the thread, a lot of it is breaking down cardboard boxes and then putting them somewhere. There's a lot of that. If somebody doesn't do that, nobody does that. So, uh, do you... Like people in ye olden times, mm-hmm. let's picture a farm okay. in Iowa in 18... 18- is, is it like a small family farm? 50. It's a little small family farm. Okay. It's corn season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, They've got mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. corn pigs out. It's corn's as high as an elephant's eye, even though it's Iowa. Yeah. Well, you know, we were, we were out the other day and my mom said, look at that corn. Mm-hmm. And I looked over and there was some corn. I was like, yeah. And she said... That's big corn. And I was like, it doesn't seem that big. You know, corn gets really high. And she said, knee high by 4th of July. Not anymore. Chuck Grassley says it's all changed. Chuck really? Grassley says even, first of all, History Channel doesn't show history shows anymore. It drives him crazy. Oh, I knew He that. also says he took a, took a selfie with some corn the other day in his home state. And it's way higher than the, than the knee on the Independence Day. Oh. Isn't that so crazy? times have changed. I guess so. You know, do you think it's genetics or, or weather? Might be Monsanto. Oh, fucking Monsanto. Anyway, here we are in our farm. Yeah, it's the uh, 1800s, right? Uh, sometime like that, yeah. And okay. that, and so what what they did, I think, is that when the spring came out, they put their sweaters away. They put oh. them away. They put them up in the attic or they put them... Yeah, you put the, them up. Put them up, right. And then you get down the spring things. Mm-hmm. Now, do you put up the winter things and get down the spring things? Or are those pig corn stickers in that drawer all year round even though you're only going to be eating corn that's a probative question that's a fucking good question Mm -hmm. okay first of all if i lived in a different climate i would do that more Mm -hmm. uh it's always it's you're you're, it's always 52 the coldest winter i ever spent was the summer in san francisco that's good that was was winston churchill yeah every fucking time he said said that every fucking time even that's changing put put a fork in that because we're gonna come back to that um no i don't because all my clothes are the same i i i basically i dress like a developmentally disabled lumberjack and i always have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a a lesbian lumberjack like a good like a good like a strong look Sometimes, uh, sometimes you'll <clears throat> you'll you'll uh, you'll decide that you have a, a fancy accoutrement. Mm-hmm. You'll get a pair of shoes. I do or, have one nice pair of shoes. Yeah, you'll get a thing that mm-hmm. you'll say like, "Aha, my thing!" And you'll ha- you'll add that to the. I need a good thing. Maybe a brooch. Maybe I should start wearing brooches. Somebody saw a picture. I po- posted a picture the other day, and someone. This is the thing about the internet that is always. It, you're wearing me. like a Wittgenstein hat. A Wittgenstein. Yeah, Lichtenstein hat. Because I got a friend in Liechtenstein right now, and she was like, I love it here. And I was like, get one of these hats. <laughs> I don't think they have them for sale anymore. But anyway, somebody was looking at that picture, and they – I don't – so maybe maybe people do this. I'm not uh, – I, I know they do. But, like, they zoomed in. Oh, I hate when people do this. <laughs> this is why I don't put anything on the internet anymore. 
zoomed so far in. And I'm uh, the picture was taken in like a bar in Innsbruck, Austria, and I'm standing leaning on a piano. And you know, I think about that time in my life and it's a pretty happy time in my life. It's maybe as close to uh, certainly as close to professional happiness as I ever got. Hang on, is, is Gordon Shumway from Liechtenstein? No, 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 no. She's from okay. back east, but she's like, you know, she was in Liechtenstein okay, okay, for okay. Do, doing something. Who you, knows what you people do? You, do. Look, you look happy in this. You got good frames. Yeah, I was just, I was just, you so know, you got the maybe like an Orvis were, shirt, something like that. Oh no, no, no. That's some. Um, that's an Is that old a board shirt. Like, no, it's an old like navy wool shirt that I wore. I wore until I wore it out. Mm. But you know, long winters were doing good. We were we were doing well in Europe. We were on tour. It was like the the most stable version of the band. And there were still problems, Merlin. There were still problems. But I was I was happy. I really was. We went to Croatia. I was like, I just felt right. good. Felt good in life. You want so you put up a photo like this and you say, This is a photo from a different time, and I look happy in this. Look at my yeah. face. Look how happy I am. What do people do? Well, so so one of the comments was you still in that pinky ring phase? Yeah. And I was like, what does that even mean? What is a pinky now ring? Now you're zooming phase? in on your own photo like a monster. So I zoomed in on my own photo, looked at it more carefully than I ever have. Who does this? And there was something, there's like a ring around my pinky. And I was like, what is that? I was, I've never, ever been in a pinky ring phase. And immediately I commented just to assure this person, like, listen, I've never been in a pinky ring phase. I don't mm -hmm. know what you're I don't know what you found there. It's an interesting artifact. Now I'm thinking about it. Ugh. Is it a string? Is it a thing from a keychain that I had on my pinky? I do that sometimes if I've got a set of keys. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like there's a there's a life hack. You got a set of keys. You need to keep them handy, but you don't want to have them in your hand because you're doing other things like, like getting a piano ready. Yeah. So you slip the key ring around your pinky. Right, right, right. The, the keys are right there, but you yeah. still have all your digits. Fits right on there. But I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's what it is. There's no way I'll ever know. You can never Blade Runner zoom in that picture enough to ever know what that that ring around my pinky is. But like, like to find it, I had to scan both hands and be like, and looking specifically at the pinkies, and then I then I then I then I saw it. I perceived it. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have ever if I, if you'd said like scan this picture and find one weird thing. I would, that was not, I won't do it. I've I will not it. do it. And I hate it when people do it with me. This is why I don't put anything on the internet anymore is because all of my friends do that. They zoom in and then they have a remark and there's so, what do so, they find? What do they oh, find about God? It could just be, well, first of all, if you put a, a picture of your cat, every cat is a sweet, precious angel and you should only say nice things about the cat. Then people <laughs> say things that aren't nice about the cat and it makes oh, me very sad. How the cat is ugly. I thought you were supposed to only say nice things about the cat. But, but but they're looking in the background. I mean, it's one thing to like look at people's books, but yeah. now I think part of it is, well, this, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think part of it is now people stage photos for Instagram with exactly what they want in it. And if there's something in the background, it's a very arch thing that you're supposed to find like it's fucking Where's Waldo. Do you know? Do do you mean that Jalissa Castrodale might not actually be in Liechtenstein, but this whole thing is just a You think she's gaslighting you? I don't. The thing is, if you look at my Instagram right now, yeah. every single person I know is either in Hawaii or London, and I don't. I don't oh, believe yeah. that that's possible. I don't think that's possible. There was a wedding there. A lot of people went to London. Um, uh, but there's so many levels to this that I find personally offensive. First of all, stop looking at my photo. Don't look at my photo. Look at the thing that I'm showing you in the photo. Stop <laughs> looking at everything else. Right. Don't do but that. It's a picture of the cat, not a picture of. The, and then if uh, you do, if you do notice something you're curious about, fucking keep it to yourself.
what are you you're gary the privacy clown you're now you're now you're going to share some concerns that you have about it so now so then you make a remark about it and then i or you one is expected to respond with a reason why there's a thing in the picture that they noticed (laughs) that is not what a photo is for this is this is not this is not a is not a court case you know you're not having a you know deposing somebody it's so funny because Ugh, what is wrong with people? My house is so full of shit that every time I take a picture, I'm like, oh, like it's you could just see every, you could see everything in my whole life just by just by examining one square foot of my house because it's like, oh, look at that! It's a huh. special forces manual. That's a nice picture of your mom. Is that your kid's <laughs> handwriting? Your kid's handwriting is not very good. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. What is that? Is that an Australian flag in the background? But I why do you, why thing, do you have a clock of Alaska? Do you even snow did, ski? I did that one thing where I where so you I can't a, even use the fireplace. Why do you have fireplace tools? I took a picture of the envelope that my uh, I know that I know my thing, I, then, cr- I cringed when you did that, and then I, I couldn't I, believe it. I couldn't I believe that I had put an envelope that there was an envelope behind it that had my John address threw in it. out a bunch of his like, mail, including his Heisenberg letter, yeah, or Schrodinger's letter. Schrodinger's threw it all out envelope, and, and, and you you took the time to obfuscate. An address on that envelope, but yes. bad on you. Yes, I forgot that there was an envelope behind it. I couldn't believe it. Oh, oh I was God. rolling my eyes at myself. You, you, um, you, you shot your own dick. You put and up the, a dick pic. Uh, shot it. You shot your, yeah. you shot your dick, and you put it on Instagram. You're trying to say, "Oh, look at this precious kitty," and you go, "I can see your dick." I can see your dick. It's, it's only because I have concerns, John. I have concerns about your privacy. Oh, you know what? That might have been what started it. All those, all those, um. All those eBay pictures where somebody's like, "I'm giving, I'm selling my washing machine," and then it was you can one. See the, it started with the, one reflective teapot. I think you've seen this. You've seen this. This you've, was one of the OG memes. Uh-huh. It was a guy who was going to put a teapot, like a silvery pot of some kind, on eBay, and it was very, very reflective, and you could see a n- naked, Rubenesque man with uh-huh. a penis taking a picture of a of a teapot. It uh-huh. was like one of the old masters. And was he was it intentional or not? Did we ever find out? Oh, that's a good question. Because it seems like, like a lemon type, party thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like it was like it seemed like there are all <laughs> kinds of like like check out my check out my junk options in the universe, <laughs> and that could have been one of them. eBay teapot reflection. You know, I had. Oh, a, I have, there it is. There it is. Oh. <laughs> just like oh. just like and it he's was from pretty far away too. Just like it was 2011. I follow a Tumblr that's nothing but people trying to photograph mirrors for eBay. <laughs> and the, way that, the ways that people uh, concoct to try and photograph a mirror without them and the camera being in the picture. <laughs> I'll send this to you. I, uh, oh, there he is. There's yeah. eBay. Oh, eBay. Oh, eBay. Teapot reflection. How much do you think do you think he thought he was going to get a lot for that? I mean, that's like an SNH green stamps kind of teapot. It's not even I'm, like a nice teapot. I have no idea. Would you buy a used teapot? I have no idea why people put certain things on the internet. And it's like it's the garage sale problem, which is like they're it's at the, they're they're earning money 50 cents at a time. Mm-hmm. And I and personally, I don't know how I could, I could make a living fifty cents at a time. You know, like a, yeah. like I I live in an economy where I'm always I'm always hoping to get like a big, like pull down a big score. Sure, sure. And like 50, like like a Lufthansa heist. Yeah, Lufthansa heist, right? Uh-huh. Like I know somebody inside. 
but the, the, the but the key is don't talk about it afterwards. Nope, we're gonna go out to Idle Wild. You don't buy any furs. Uh, but um, but there are loads and loads and loads and loads of people out there making a living fifteen cents at a time. And so I go on eBay and I'm scanning along, and it's like, huh, this guy's selling forty two different thrift store ties, and they're all twenty five cents. <sighs> and and how does that you, scale? How does I don't that know. scale? I don't, I have, I, God, I got no idea. I mean, it feels like, you understand that people, I feel like people would stop collecting aluminum cans for return if there was not adequate money in their mind for there to be a return on investment for their time. So well, when, just, pe when people go through our, our trash and our recycling to get aluminum cans, I say, Hakuna Matata, please don't make a mess. It's my main mm, thing. Like, don't mm -hmm, dump stuff mm -hmm. on the sidewalk or, th or throw trash on the sidewalk. But, mm -mm -mm. but to me, this feels more like, you know, you're returning one can at a time. Well, it's the when you're selling the, twenty-five cent ties. It's the gold mining thing. Oh, like yeah. the the thing about the thing about the gold miners is that you know they're up there mining gold and they're working their ass off. If you could get rich mining gold, mm -hmm. um, well, there'd be more rich gold miners. Like gold miners are busting. Every day, busting their hump mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever the terminology is. You got to go out and reconnoiter the rim. But the thing is, if you were there early, you might have gotten a real good claim where yeah, it was just but, the, all the color was right there on top. You could just pick it up. Yeah, but that's 1880. That's, well, that's 1848. <laughs> it's early 1849. Oh, in, in San Francisco, you show sure. Up there, I'm oh, thinking yeah. about Alaska. Alaska. When Alaska. was that boom? Well, that was 1890s. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, you guys had already had your boom. San Francisco had already been made and broken by then. Ugh, so many times. But Seattle was just growing, was just starting. Seattle made all its money out of Alaska gold. Okay. But so, the, but the thing about gold mining is that the people that are into gold mining, they feel like the gold is there. Mm. The gold is free. Yeah. If you just, it's not the, it, you're not, you're not working, you're not paying for the gold. The gold is free. You just have to get it. Mm -hmm. And so. So in their minds, like the labor that it takes to get the gold out, there's some kind of medium of exchange where it's different than working. It's not a job where you work and somebody pays you. It's that the gold oh. is just there. You just have to get it. It's almost a little, not almost like gambling, but like you put up with some stuff because yes. all you really need is one big payday. Right. And you're also, and yeah, right. And it's, you know, like... It's there. You're looking for a big score, but you're also like every time you see that glint of gold in the pan, you feel like you're getting away with something. It's a lot this, like gambling. Again, you get a little yeah. bit of a win and it keeps you playing. And so I think it's probably that. They, they put up all these eBay ties for 25 cents and okay. one of them one day sells for $10 and they're like, fucking hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't, you know, like... People say to me all the time, like, oh, you should open a vintage store. And I'm like, God, why? People you know? say the silliest things. It's that, yeah, well, what an, what, an, what an odd thing to say. That's like saying, oh, you know, uh, you really like to sing in church and, and you're 40. You should, you should try to get on Broadway. It's like, well, what, <laughs> the, what's involved in running a retail store? <sighs> the first well, significant I, uh, gold rush in the United States was in Cabarrus County, North Carolina, in okay. 1799 at today's Reed's gold mine. Oh. Then you had the Georgia gold rush. Then the California gold rush. But, you know, people, in order for there to be a gold Hope, rush. Hope, Alaska, is that right? Well, no. Hope. 
it says here, not- the, oh, sorry, sorry, Resurrection, Resurrection Creek near mm-hmm. Hope, Alaska, was the site of Alaska's first, I mean, the internet science site, first gold rush in the mid-1890s. You also got yeah. Nome and 40 Mile River. So the big gold rush up there wasn't even in Alaska. It was in Canada. Hmm. But that was... Oh, in B.C.? Was, uh, in Yukon Territories. Yukon Territories. That was, that was Dawson, the, the, the big money up there in Dawson. Klondike Gold Rush. There you go. That's the one. Ham hocks and guitar strings. That's the gold rush. Uh-huh. When I was uh, when I was about ten years old, I guess my my uh, my family, by which I mean my dad's family, uh, we all got together and hiked the Chilkoot Trail together, <laughs> which was like a full week of hiking over the the uh, the Golden Staircase. They called it, which is the I see place lines and lines of people. Going yes. over some very treacherous territory. Yes, very <sighs> treacherous. Oh my goodness! Trip, and and as as we hiked the trail, there are still, um, or in the t- at the time in the nineteen seventies, you know, there were all kinds of because because those people would like go up the trail and they'd be discarding the stuff that they didn't. There'd be their horse skeletons and oh, old no. boots and big, you know, big steam engines that were just sort of that fell off that mountain and it was, they're, a, they're real focused on what they need to do and they're just shedding stuff. Well, what was crazy is that at the Canadian border there, were, at, which is at the top of that big mountain, there was a Canadian Mountie station and they, and the Mounties were stationed there. And every person that came across in that entire huge line of people, they would weigh their supplies. <gasps> and if they didn't have enough, food to last the winter they would turn them around oh and it's also it's probably like going to the dump where they weigh your truck before and after well they they just you know you had to prove that you, you they would open your bag it was like tsa and they would go through and say oh man you know you're i'm not gonna thing, i'm not gonna bury another batman this must this right. must end <clears throat> right they're like you don't need this tuxedo <laughs> but you are definitely gonna need one more shovel than you have and it was a whole, and then there was a whole secondary economy of people who would carry your bag up the hill for you, or carry your your sack of grain up oh, there. Interesting. There were people that were opening little shops to sell you the stuff that the that the Mounties said you needed. Like the town of Skagway, Alaska, turned into a whole booming town. Hmm. Well, that you know, that's the that's the that's story. The, that's the story. That's the legacy of of Snuffy Smith or Soapy Smith. Soapy <laughs> Smith the. <laughs> Soapy Smith, the gunslinger. Oh, Lasco, you really learn a lot growing up, mm-hmm. even about Canada. But you yeah. know, but Seattle. So there's a story about the boat of gold. What is that boat called? There was some boat that arrived from the Klondike here in the in Seattle. It was loaded with gold, and it created a frenzy, a frenzy. I tell you. Hmm. Anyway, those are the same people that are putting ties on eBay. Putting, oh, I get it. Putting you know putting little pots on eBay. They're panning for quarters. Yeah, they're panning for quarters. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. I, I mean, I, there's a part of me that gets it because I look around here and, and somebody says, what about that, you know, what about that button from the from the World's Fair? Do you really need that? And I'm like, well... Well, what's the cost of ownership for that? It's worth something. Is the thing. Well, it's worth something to you. I just don't understand the little nickel and dime stuff of like, I mean, I don't send stuff back to Amazon. Because it's too much of a pain. I got yeah. I even got one of those nice uh, tape applying gun appliances w- with the handle. I got oh, one yeah. of those. those I got nice. I got a printer. I can print things. 
but I, I hate putting things in boxes and I can't imagine having to put things in boxes for a quarter. Yeah. To sell them Do you think a, they make it up in uh, handling? Well, but you know, if you got too much handling, a lot of them have free shipping, free shipping. Come what a scam. on. Well, <sighs> I mean, it's sure it's baked into their buy. Free to price. who? I don't want to get into eBay politics. You don't. Well, I don't understand them as well. Okay. I, f- I have a thing upstairs that I don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. I found a, I found a framed photograph, which is a scan of the first ever photo of the Earth taken from space. That's a good photo. But it's but it's not the big blue marble in space. Oh. It's the first ever like like unmanned satellite or whatever that got shot up there. Took a picture of Earth, and it's just a it's a series of little strips, like scanned, like there was a scanner that was like, bzz, 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 bzz. probably because they can only send so much data at a time. That's right. They it probably was had a, to send strips. It was tiny little. Tiny this is little before data Apollo versions. seventeen, is what you're telling me. Well, I don't know exactly when it is from. Okay. But milestones. It, I'm looking at milestones in space photography. Okay. It is. Uh, it is very low resolution. Mm-hmm. Because of this, uh, this construction of out of strips. I see it. It looks yes. like it came out of Michael Cohen's shredder. Photo yeah, reveals exactly. this is uh, Lunar Orbiter One, August twenty third, nineteen sixty six. Lunar Orbiter One. Wow, right. the OG. It shows um, half of Earth from Istanbul to Cape Town and areas east shrouded in night. So I have this thing, but here's the here's the rub. Mm-hmm. It is. This picture is four feet long by mm. two feet high mm. and is framed very elegantly in a mid-century frame um, of the period. And the thing looks, I mean, it would, it fills a wall. Is this one of those basically. things where the frame might be nicer than the photo? Well, what I think is <clears throat> that this thing is from Boeing that this picture hung on the wall of the dude because lunar orbiter one was made by Boeing. Hmm. Hmm. And so this picture hung on the wall of the people's office where the lunar orbiter was made. There's no other explanation for it. This thing is so big and so like framed that it was, um, it, it was a, it, it, this was a big thing. This mm-hmm. is an expensive thing hmm. to have had made even. And so I look at it and I'm like, this, there's a story. This thing has a story to tell. Um, as an artifact writ large. As an artifact of the We're not talking about the race. frame. We're not talking about the f- widely available photo. We're not talking about that reproduction. We're talking about in situ as an existing uh, Uber object. This, this might have some portent. Right, because I don't know at the time how many pictures of this picture were made that were that big, mm-hmm. right? This is this isn't like the big blue marble picture that went around the world. This was like a this is amazing, but by the time so this happened in 1966, but the the space thing was going so fast. Like eight months later, this picture would have been obsolete. They would have had a, a hundred a hundred wonderful pictures of the Earth, okay, taken from space, right? Okay. So for them to have framed this it had to have been framed in the moment like we have it the first picture of earth Ta-da! Oh, interesting and, you're doing you know, your own little like your own little self uh, antiques roadshow 
Yeah, I'm trying. You're, you're I saying because so it, it could be what this is. It could be what this represents. It could be who this belongs to. Mm-hmm. It could be the circumstances under in which under which it was put together. You can go out and buy a baseball at a store, but that doesn't mean it's going to be signed by Hank Aaron. That's Thank just a you. bunch of marks. That's marks made by ink. That's right. And yet that <clears> makes a difference. So whose office did this hang in? Mm. And ha- and the thing is, I didn't find it until the mid-2000s. Because so, you hadn't tidied? Or you mean you found it at a thrift store? I found it. I found it in a thrift store in a Boeing area. Okay. Here in the West, we talk about, you know, there, there, are, there are Boeing areas and there are Boeing areas. There's Boeing areas. We went and ate at a place that you indicated was near Boeing. That was a, that's a very Boeing area place. Okay. Okay. So here's this thing. And so what does that mean? This, this person's mm. office, he finally retired, mm-hmm. you know, or something. They finally cleared, they cleared out something. Maybe, maybe he passed yeah. and uh, somebody didn't realize that it was, uh, that it was precious. Or it was just like, I mean, Boeing. We got no, so many, it's got so many of these things. Do we need, really need another one of these? Well, and they're engineers there. They don't have any sentimentality. No. They're just like, well, I'm in the ring. I mean, the only reason it probably hung on his wall is that he never bothered to take it down. Yeah. But so here's this thing. He's focused but on anyway, the data. I have filled this, this artifact with, uh, you know, with like context mm-hmm. that, that I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny. But that hasn't been I, disproven. That's right. Now I feel like this belongs in a museum. Obviously. But that, that might be the thing that completes somebody's collection. But at the same time, if I put it on eBay, I could get 50 cents. I like I don't know. I don't go to this. I don't go to the space uh, uh, cons. I'm sure there uh, oh, there's right. got to be a space con. Now, the kind right? of place where you could like buy like a moon rock or a meteorite or something. I don't think it, those are very expensive. I think you're not. You're not supposed to have moon rocks, right? No, you're not. It's like Isn't that right? wine. Yeah. You can't have moon rocks, but you can't have meteorites, but they're expensive. There's meteorite hunters. I heard right, a podcast that... about this the other day. There's people. There's people, and they, they, they get trained, and they go out, and they find meteorites. And you can, even, you can even make money off things that have been hit by meteorites. You could sell a car. If your car has been hit by a meteorite, you, you could sell it for like four times the blue book value. Really? Apparently, you might want to think about it. It looks like you're trying to move an RV. That was, an, that the... was an RV that was hit by a meteorite. Add some who zeros. Has the, who has the land to keep a picture or uh, to keep a, a whole car just because it got hit by a meteorite. Jay Leno. Right. Yeah. He probably has a whole, he probably has a whole fucking garage. That's just man, finish just motorcycles <laughs> that have been hit by meteorites. Just meteorite motorcycles. God, he annoys me. <laughs> the whole idea of him annoys me. Jay Leno annoys you because you remember when he was a guest on Dave's show and he was hilarious. He used to be so good. And then he stopped being funny, and then he was the... You imagine that, having Mr. Potato Head in Vietnam? No eat, no eat. He was funny. That's how he, he talked. He was funny. He was funny, and Jay liked him. I mean, I'm Dave liked him. They liked each other. You could we tell. We liked him. We liked him. We got a little... You know what? He's, he's the cilantro comic, right? A little bit can be really, really fun, but mm. you don't want to eat a bowl of Jay. No, you don't get a bowl of Jay. <sighs> But it was so you know, back then, you know, when when Dave really liked somebody and mm-hmm. everybody, and it was just such a it was such a good feeling because you were always afraid that Dave, when Dave didn't like somebody, it oh, was you could tell really it was going to get really weird. That's right. Yeah, Dave could make it weird. Oh, that was his whole that was his whole thing. He made I it loved, so weird. I loved it when he made it weird. Story goes the 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 twice told tale that that everybody knows at this point was that 
I still go back and watch his first performance on Carson sometimes. Not because it's that funny. It's kind of yeah. funny. Like it's you can tell it's fun. Dave. It's kind yeah. of funny. But mainly it's in the moment you can see in his eyes, the moment he looks over, you can hear Johnny laughing. But uh-huh. also when you, he, you see him look over to the panel and see that Johnny is happy. And then he gives him the okay and calls him over. And you can just see like what we know is that like that is the beginning of his huge career but also just like that is the culmination of that man's life yeah it's it's so great to watch um have you ever seen him on the gong show i've seen him on i want to say like the newlywed game maybe i've seen him on things around like in the late 70s yeah and he's so awkward i mean like kind of by design he was you know he was like up on the, he was one of the gongers. He was the Jamie. Farr oh, he's up Jamie Farr and uh, J.P. Yeah. Morgan. J.P. Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he's got that really big gap in his front teeth. Yes. And he's got his Dave thing. He's being Dave, but he's he's kind so of always awkward. out of remove. He's a creation yes. of TV. He yes. he knows that he's on TV, being on TV, being separate from TV. He, he maybe didn't invent that, but boy, did he was he ever good at that? He was good at that. So we knew. The Johnny liked him. So Johnny basically was, I guess, like, I don't know, the executive producer of his show, but yeah. then had this whole laundry list of stuff that Dave was not allowed to do. I'm, forgive me. I know everyone knows this. I don't know this. Well, the story was that, I forget the guy's name, wasn't Fred, but th- there was there was a dude who was his liaison with the Carson group, and he had a whole bunch of stuff he was not allowed to do. The two biggest ones were he was not allowed to have a classic TV show band, like an orchestra. Because that would that would kind of cut into Johnny's thing, yeah. And I don't know what the specifics were, but essentially he was not allowed to have people on. Well, very specifically, if somebody was on Johnny's show like that week, they weren't going to be on Dave. But I think right. it even went to the level of like a Johnny level guest, like was kind of not allowed. Oh, and that is how he got into your uh, like a, Larry Bud a, Melman's. Larry Bud Melman's, who worked at a drug clinic, he was a receptionist at a drug clinic. You get your uh, Harvey P. Cars. Oh, the P. Cars show. Do you remember? Do you remember? You get your Charles. Well, I guess Charles Grodin. I guess would be a later one. But that's yeah. why he had to get so weird. He had to get so weird because I don't know. I just that's so great. He was so though. special. Oh, but then you got Jay Leno. Don't get me started. Oh, on your time. All the times I had a TV. Uh, that I kept in the closet hmm. because it was a little black and white TV, a little, uh, it was red. It was a red portable black and white TV. Like and an I old, kept, like a Panasonic. Like a Panasonic. And I kept it in the closet <clears throat> because I could lay in bed at night and watch the Carson show. But if I heard someone in the hall, oh, right. I could close the closet door. Because you, you don't own a TV. I don't even own a TV. Right. <clears throat> right I didn't right. then and I don't now. Never have. But I would close the closet door, and then I could, you know, like, <laughs> and my mom, if she opened the door, <laughs> she'd be like, oh, okay, well, there's a weird glow coming from the closet, and he's fake snoring, but everything's fine. It's probably poltergeist. <laughs> so, and then I would open, then I would open the door, you know, when, when whoever it was that was going to the bathroom went back into their room, I would open the door, and I'd keep mm-hmm. watching the car. And I would, oh, I would laugh, I would laugh and oh, laugh. Oh, yes. Laugh and laugh and laugh. I was never, I didn't never wanted to go to sleep. I never wanted to go to sleep. I always wanted to stay up as late as I could. I think, I think it's sickening. It's sickening to this day that school for children begins at the times that it begins. It's, it's inhuman. At the time, we were made to feel bad. Yes. I we was were. made to feel bad that I was physically incapable of going to sleep before 1230 a.m. when I was yes, 14. Yes, we were made to feel bad. You were made to feel so bad and you were supposed to be ashamed about it. 
Like you're you supposed one, to get up. You need right one more thing to be tail. ashamed about when you're 14. Ah, uh, what's your problem in the morning? It's Why don't like, you just go problem? to bed earlier? Come on. And Jesus. it's, it's, it's physical. It's real. It's fucking puberty. It's like, that is your body. Your body. The latest thing I heard was that a teenager should get nine hours of sleep a night. Here, here. Now you and I like nine hours of sleep. Cause that's just the thing we like to do, but like you need nine. And then I'd fall asleep in class. And now guess yes. what? More shame. Have some more shame, Merlin. You know, they, I would go in elementary school because I, I had this in elementary school. I would go to really? the nurse's office. Yeah. Huh. I would stay up all late and then I, then I would stay, stay up super late and then I would fall asleep in school. So I would say, teacher, I'm feeling bad. And I would go to the nurse's office and they'd say, oh, you know, well, why don't you lay down? And I would lay down and I'd sleep for an hour and a half. What did you, did you tell them you had a particular ailment? So you had a oh, tummy ache? just like, oh, I just feel, I got a headache and oh. I feel like sick. And so after I did it for a you know, like the 10th time they, they sent a letter home to my mom and they were oh. like, he, need, he needs to get more sleep at night because he's pretending to be sick to come sleep in the nurse's office. Was that the first she'd heard of it? Oh, you know, she, but she gets up at four 30 in the morning and it's she like, must've been ashamed. Well, it's, it was then it was then. Right. Yeah. But her attitude was always that the schools were fucked. <laughs> Interesting. So, so she always, you know, we're not it, supposed it, to say that out loud. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. But okay. she would, she would march down to the school every once in a while and say, you know, wa waving some paper in the principal's face <laughs> and say, you know, I, I think, I think some, some, my, my sister's second grade teacher gave her a bad grade on, on something, you know, gave her a C on a piece of paper. I, she's uh she's Glenn Close in the world. According to Garp, she's going to go and speak some truth to power. That's right. About, about how her boy's being treated. Well, so she, my mom went and recorrected my sister's test. Oh. And then went down and was like, if you will notice exhibit B, mm -hmm. she actually got this answer right, but was marked oh. down two points because why? Oh. And, and, and in the end, like everybody got disciplined and there was, you know, I mean, you don't unleash her unless you want, unless you want to see into the seventh level. You know, you don't turn, don't turn my mom on. I mean, there's all kinds of things where I just, I've learned not to provoke certainly certain like groups of people. Like you don't want to provoke the police or QAnon, right? True. True. You got to be real circumspect about, you know, people are always like, why don't you do more things? Why aren't you on discord? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? It's like, cause I have a fucking life. Sorry. I hate to, I hate to put it in such blunt terms. I can't spend my weekend arguing with someone I don't know about something that I don't actually care about. I've learned not to provoke strangers unless it really benefits me or is on right. brand. So, but like, I think you need to learn there are certain people like your mom in life or perhaps your sister, Susan, where you want to be real careful about how you, how close you get your hand to the dragon's mouth. Oh, I don't provoke them. Mm -hmm. Jesus you, you've learned. You can provoke me all day. All mm. you'll get is me storm around. I'll storm around. Stomp, right. stomp, stomp. Steam. <laughs> but they're not, <laughs> but they don't just storm around. They get, you know, they, they like get quiet and their eyes get hey! dark. <laughs> Squeaking brakes outside your house. Jump, 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 jump. <laughs> um, I, yeah. you know what? I, I, I just had a thing the other day where I realized, you know what I need to do to make Twitter better is just turn off retweets for everybody. Oh, it's yeah. Not, my friends aren't really that bad. That's it's how a lot of stuff they, slips in. It's what they retweet that's yeah. bad. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that if you just read, if you their only stuff, saw so their original stuff, you would think it's a different person. A different person, but they retweet stuff that we're just like, "Are you serious?" Mm -hmm. And they retweet it without comment, so it's just like, "I guess I, I guess this is what well, you're right." Tangerine Pumpkinhead's at it again. 
Well, look at Drumpf. Please stop doing that. Please, please, please stop saying that. It's really, it's not, it's not as clever or as useful as it sounds to you. Please stop saying it. Emoticon pumpkin. And Michael, uh, GIF of pancakes flipping sent to Michael Cohen. Oh, great. Thanks for that. That was super. No, so no. Thursday is a day that I, Thursday is my Thursday. And so yeah. that's a day that I do a lot of do with those. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of those kinds of things. I Monday, wish I had a Thursday. Huh? I don't have a Thursday. You might need a Thursday. Monday, a, Monday okay, is a day. Monday? Monday I get up and I do a lot of those things, but with electronic things. You talk to me on Mondays. Is this always post uh, you having electronically cleaned Monday your is desk. my Monday. So a lot of what I accomplish, like right now, right now things are pretty chill. It's it's summertime and it's camp. And camp starts an hour later than school, oh, which is such a blessing. That's nice. It's so nice to not have to be out of the house at 730. That's so perfect. there's a little bit of chill time. You know, you can you can hang out a little bit. You, you can read. Uh, you can do whatever. You can. And so a lot of what I do, I mean, I mean, Google Sheets and I'm doing things. On Monday mornings, a lot of the time, sure, Google Sheets. When yeah. you con- when you contacted me just a minute ago for our for our phone call, I was uh, doing some uh, hard drive uh, maintaining. Oh, were you defragging it? No, we don't need that so much anymore. But I do oh. run an application that shows me uh, files that are very large that I might choose to get rid of. I do those kinds of things. I make sure my backups work. I do those kinds oh, of things yeah. on a Monday. Oh, yeah. You got to get those backups because I think Monday can be a difficult thing. Monday, yes. you do not have just to be. Garfield. Don't have to be a cat to believe this. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I think. Kathy too. Kathy hated Monday. Ack! Ack! <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Mac Weldon, one of my favorite sponsors. You can learn more about Mac Weldon right now by visiting macweldon.com. What you need to know is that Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. This is an empirical science fact. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. And I got to tell you, I love this sponsor because I am a huge fan of Mac Weldon's clothes. I buy an unconscionable amount of their stuff using my very own money. Mac Weldon makes stuff like shirts, pants, hoodies, socks, and yes, their very famous underwear. These pieces are all just super comfortable, sturdy, and well-made. They fit great. They look handsome. They feel amazing. I've told you before how I'm a really big fan of the uh, Cotton Pima long sleeve tee. I am wearing one right now, as I am every day, because I am a monster. I'm so excited because I will soon be in receipt of something I've just learned about called the Vesper Polo. This was recommended to me by a friend of the show, Dan Benjamin, and I am dying to get it. Mack Weldon is basically the backbone of my wardrobe at this point. I know it sounds weird to have a clothes sponsor for a podcast, but I'm just here to tell you, I really believe in this company. They do great stuff, and I genuinely really, really, really like wearing their stuff. You know, I love their plain white t-shirts. Their t-shirts are so great. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing two pieces of Mack Weldon. I'm that guy. They're great for tucking in. They got a nice uh, big boy tucking. Uh, it's a really, it's a really, really nice uh, shirt. They also have their uh, their magical underwear. Uh, they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. And, uh, you know, Mack Weldon, they want you to feel comfortable with what you're getting. So if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it and they will still refund you. How cool is that? No questions asked. So please listen, you go right now, you go to MacWeldon.com and you have a look around when you found something or some things that you want to get and you're ready to check out, please use the very special promo code ROTL. 
just like it sounds, RTL, the RTL that'll, that'll get you 20% off your order. I'm so sorry. I, I've been busy uh, watching the water, so you have to forgive me. Great sponsor, MacWeldon.com. Our thanks to MacWeldon for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> MacWeldon. <laughs> Bathing suit season again? <laughs> Irving. Hack. <laughs> Um, but you know, sometimes doing dumb rote things, Mm. this is really not interesting. A lot of what (laughs) I do, I'm trying to improve as a person. And one of the things I'm trying to, no, no, no. In ways that wouldn't matter to strangers. But no, but you seem improved. Well, thanks. I I try, I'm trying to do more, uh, useful things around the house. So I'm, I'm having tighter and tighter schedules of do this kind of thing. Often I try to take out the recycling and the compost before they're full for lots of good reasons. I'll do those kinds of things. So, so, so a Monday morning for me is a lot of like, make sure the dishes are done before we leave for the day. Okay. Uh, the, the electronic things I'm doing all of my e, a lot of my e-work e-work, right? So I'll send out like statistics to, uh, spa, our beloved sponsors and things like that. I'll do that like on a Monday You'll post on the Q and on forums. I'll post on the Q and are you watching this? Are you, are you watching the water right now? There's a storm coming. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you really have you really dipped into Q yet? You know the thing is I've got a, I've got a I, uh, I really uh, I really I'm the only one on Do by Friday I'm the only one obsessed with this. Have you dove deep yet? The the problem is the problem is that I am uh, still occasionally and I know this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Still occasionally 4chan. I 4chan. will hang out over on fourteen. Okay, you really need to stop doing that. <laughs> And I feel like I feel like we've had this discussion so many times. I know, and the only people and that each time even, you say it, you're like, "Oh, you know, I came on the cat again." I really, I need to find a different way to unwind. You're like, you keep coming on that cat. That cat's gonna be fucking mad. And like, yeah, and the, you keep looking at the at the fours and the eights and the chans. No, do you know the only the only people that even know what I'm talking about all are in agreement that I need to stop doing it. And it's always in <laughs> the middle no of dissent. the night. No dissent yeah. on this. It's no, a voice vote. <laughs> Because 98% of the people are like, what's that? And then the 2% are like, Jesus Christ, don't do that. Right. Get off of there. I don't know why. I this don't is know your, why. This I is got, your Pete Townsend research. I, yeah, I joined I joined that community a long, 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 long mm. time ago. And there's still like some some tiny little bit of like, maybe it's still there. Maybe the, maybe the funny people are still there and they're not. Yeah. But so I was there in, the, in that area. You saw it coming. Of the internet when... When Q when Q started dropping crumbs, you were there. When Q arrived, oh boy! And so, and I was there for the for all the like, don't believe everything on the internet. And then I was like, no, wait, he's you know, oh, he's got the, so much he's is, got the goods. So much is happening right now. So <laughs> much is happening like, right now. Oh no, he doesn't have the goods, but he does have the goods. Oh my God, there was a guy on there not very long ago who was like, all right, I'm a CIA contract killer. Go yeah. ahead, ask me anything. Yeah, right. And, and people well, were like, certi- certified, right? A certified. Uh, CIA well, person. yeah, but then people are asking him questions and he's he's answering them. And there are all these people that are like clearly in there are people on there that are in the game. Yeah. And and so you're like, well, now, wait a minute. What am I watching here? What am I seeing here? Is this is there is this just like a bunch of fucking cosplay? Wait, are or, you aware of the historical precedent for Q? Do you know how long it's been around? Uh, uh, let no. me share. Let me share with you a paragraph from this entirely credulous article I read the other day. <clears throat> completely. This is, a thir- a, this is a disinterested third party <laughs> interviewing some of the I, people in Q. I love it when you get like this. This moment, 
<laughs> this movement centered around the 17th letter of the alphabet. Okay. Get it? And also the 17th letter of the ancient Greek alphabet dates back to 345 BC, where quote unquote Q created an underground resistance based in the city of Corinth, home of Apostle Paul and the book of Corinthians, okay, to study and circumvent the tactics of the Romans. Corinth held its independence as a city-state before finally falling to Rome, but the movement continued. Yeah. Um, there was a, there's a real, real good one in here. Because what they do is they this basically... Is, they've tied this all the way. This one, this one poster on, on slash Paul slash Chan, uh, now it's connected to the Corinthians? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like the book from the Bible. I love it. Um, so much. So this this entirely credulous third party disinterested person says many say President Trump is cute. Is he? Oh, is he? Wait, when what? I asked the question to all the anons, they chuckled. <laughs> you could be Q and we wouldn't know. But one thing we can tell you is that the president communicates with us. You can see that in his tweets, his speeches, and sure. now you can see us coming out of the woodwork at the rallies. We wanted him to say tippy top in a speech to confirm that he was listening. And lo and behold, he mentioned those words in a speech, tippy-top shape. That was our validation that he was listening. And so we were making sure every human being on this planet hears us, sees us, and joins us. Did you uh, Did you ever see the time that Taylor Swift named her new dog because uh, because somebody uh, got dubs? What? On 4chan? Yeah, she was... Uh, because apparently, like, I think it's pretty well documented that Taylor Swift and... Um, and uh, who was the who was the uh, man who played um, Louis on Taxi? Oh, yeah, that's uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. He was on 4chan a lot. He really liked it yeah, over there. He's Frank. He's Frank on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia now. Yeah, Frank. <clears throat> anyway, so Taylor Swift was so. But you know, they're on there and they're like, "I'm a celebrity, but you don't know who." And I'm here now. And then all the channers are like. Oh, uh, prove it. And they're like, do, 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 do. Well, okay. So if anybody, you know, the, the first person to get, to get doubles in their, uh, in their posts number, which is okay. a game that they play. Was it mean you get 10 people to respond? Uh, no, if you get double, it's just like every post on all the chans, they're all numbered. They all have like, they're just that's because it's anonymous. They all have the, each post has a number. Like it's a long number. Okay. And like like a Bitcoin address. Yeah, right. And the goal is and it's you know, and you can try and game it, but it's it's pretty random. But the goal is to get the last two numbers of your number to be doubles. Okay. Two two or five five or whatever. It seems, or, like a, seems, or, seems like a virtuous way to spend your time. Or triples. Okay. Or quads, you know, if you're right. like if you're operating at And that a gives super you that level. gives you standing in the community when you do that. Yeah. Everybody's like, okay. dude, nice quads. You uh, know, he had a quad, yes. And and the thing is that within the culture, if you if if you get quads on a post, the thing you said in the post then has more credibility. Because of the number they gave you. Well, because of the random number that was generated, or it's not random because it's successive, right? So, oh, each so you're, post, you're, you're kind of blessed at that point. You're blessed, right? Mm -hmm. Like people will go, well, it's, you know, quads said this. And so therefore you got to have, you know, and so Taylor Swift supposedly mm -hmm. said something like, like trips names my dog. 
And then you got you got 80 people in there saying like your dog is named like fuckface or your dog is named like, you know, butt, right. butthead or whatever. Right, right. Each each person trying to be the one that that gets trips in their number and somebody did and the num the name was like tippity top uh-huh. and then the next day in people magazine taylor swift is like my new dog tippity top and it was just random enough it was oh. you know the name wasn't like butt face it luck luckily the person gave the dog an actual like plausible dog name that seems indisputable a- it's pretty indisputable because the chan, you know, four chan still points to that and says like, "Yep, Taylor Swift. She maybe she's still here, even though like no one in their right mind is still there except me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm not in my right mind. Clearly, it has a bad effect. It's a bad place. But Q chan, I don't want anything to do with me. Don't go over that side. Yeah, that's, I that's, I have I have some people that I follow. It's not funny, but I have some people that I follow on uh, a list on Twitter who have. Really deep problems, and, and I, 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 um, I, I can't stop looking at it. It's Not people. Including. It's people. There's, there's one guy who thinks the people at the grocery store are shooting beams in his head, and it's getting worse. Another oh. lady who thinks everybody's poisoned, uh, poisoned her with uh, cyberspace voodoo, and um, I can't look away. That's my. That's my Q Q Chan. I, I follow. Should, a guy, uh, I follow a guy from Nigeria who believes that um, the Igbo, Igbo mm-hmm. tribe, is the smartest. Of all the, uh, of all the tribes of Nigeria. Okay. And he's super, is that, super. Is that like being a Yankees fan in Africa? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's a, you know, like they are the, they're the heart of the Or is the it more cult. like being, no, be honest. Is it more like being a Yankees fan or like a, like a cup, like what, you, what used to be a Cubs fan? Is, is it, is he pulling for the underdog? I'm not trying no. to be racist, but I mean like, is that a controversial POV there? N- no. Well, I mean, I think within Nigeria, there are going to be people of other groups who are like bullshit right. but i think it's indisputable. They're, they're riding they're riding for their home team yeah i think it's indisputable that the igbo are like a very very they are the uh <clears throat> they are a, a a cradle of of a kind of civilization right they have mm. like art and culture i think you need that think, you need that yeah i think they're i think they're maybe predominantly christian now hmm. anyway so he's really an advocate of uh igbo culture and he is he's super dismissive of uh, of anybody that would say anyone else in Nigeria has anything good going on. Interesting. And I just I really love his take on things because he runs it through the Igbo filter. I love those kinds of people too. <laughs> yeah. well, it's I mean now now it's Elon Musk. Pe- people who constantly find a way to, to make it about them. Mm-hmm. It's oh, just, is Elon it's, Musk still uh, still trying to keep his hand in every? Everybody everything? wants a hand in this Thai cave situation right now. Oh, the kids in the cave. The kids in the Are cave. Are they still in the cave? Oh my God! I'm, I'm, my my wife is following it very carefully. I can't follow it very carefully because it's making me very upset. But uh, she learned she she couldn't sleep one night, so she stayed up learning why it's so difficult to get them out. Uh-huh. And it's really really difficult. They got four out. I think yesterday or Saturday, and they got another four out like last night. So now it's just four more boys in the coach. But it is not easy. So, well, the president, for example, in, the, this is why I do not go deep in caves. Oh, uh, well, no, I, too soon, too soon. But no, I've never gone in a fucking cave. What are you saying? You can go to a museum and be in a fake, be in a fake cave made out of plaster. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. Good. They Pull got a means of egress. There's a, a big green sign that says exit. Don't take a soccer team in a cave. Too soon. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, now every time I sign off on some permission slip, I'm going to be thinking, you know what I'm saying? 
Oh, it's, sure. They're going to get in the school bus. They're going to go to the Are you going to Mirror Woods? Uh, you know, maybe you're going to the Marine Reserve. Uh, you're going to Alcatraz. That's all good. But like, what happens if there's some kind of fucking cave adventure and I'm not going to see my kid again? So the president jumped in yesterday to let us know that, that the Americans who, were working very closely. Hmm? The, the, you who's, know. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Drumpf. Oh, I see. Okay. Orange avocado pumpkin Drumpf. <laughs> Release your taxes. <laughs> what? Here? Uh... Payoffs, Michael Cohen. Dump. Dump. <laughs> oh, now you got him. You got him with that one. That last one's where you got him. Burn. And then we got Elon Musk, who increasing okay. who is increasingly insufferable. You know, he used to be a character on this show. Yeah. I showed my wife a picture of him from 1996 today, and she couldn't even recognize him. What does he look like now? Well, it's not what he looks like now. It's what he looked like then that's important. Oh. Why don't you search for uh, Elon Musk? 1996. Elon Musk, 1996. Oh, here's a good one. Here you go. So that's 22, just texted it to you. That's 22 years ago. 22 years ago. All right. Which one of them is Elon Musk? You tell me. Uh, Let me look at the face. Well, it's got to be the the balding one in the purple shirt. It's the the hair gentleman to our right. Interesting. That's Elon Musk. That's Elon Musk. Does he have hair now? Yes, he has lots of hair now. Oh, let me see this. Let me see. He's doing that uh, kind of LeBron James thing, I think. Oh, he's got a. What does LeBron James not have hair? And then he got LeBron James. I don't care about hair it's one of yeah. my pl- privileges that i don't care about hair we talked about you this, have a this lot morning. of hair this led to a very interesting hair discussion with my wife this morning um but yeah 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 so anyways so he had to chime in and let everybody know that now he's inventing a submarine that'll be able to get the kids out and as several you- people said on twitter it's kind of like that guy who starts reaching for his wallet after somebody else paid the bill oh you know <laughs> did elon musk invent paypal he co- co-founded paypal what kind of computer is that that they're leaning on that says PayPal? Looks like an old PC to me. 1996. Yeah, they had a lot of a lot of dingers. They had Peter Peter Thiel. They had a lot of real real good folks working there. And Peter Thiel went on to do what? Uh, crush Gawker. Uh, oh, try oh. to overturn elections. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's the oh, guy who yeah. wants teenagers, teenage boys' blood, so that he can be yeah, allegedly. Oh, sure, the famous one with the blood. Yeah. Okay, so he's Elon the one, I think Musk. he's the one who says we're going to live forever. Or he'll live forever, let's put it that way. He has become very weird, Elon Musk. He has become very weird. He's become very, um, maybe he's always been this way, but he seems increasingly touchy. Oh. Touchy's not a good look. No, not if you're a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess it's not a good look on anybody, but have you ever seen the pictures of of, uh, Justin Trudeau when he was like 20? Oh, yeah. Have you seen those pictures? They're real bad. Where he's like, he's like wearing a Bob well, Marley t-shirt. The worst, and the worst part of it is, I mean, it's like a bad uh, Tim and Eric sketch. And like the, Tim and Eric's idea of what a mook looks like is always somebody from like the mid-90s. In 2000, Justin Trudeau looks like a mid-90s mook. He really is something else. Somebody once told me. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Letter L right on her forehead. Uh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>